December 20, 2021, it's what for Pedro Show. Did Impulse, did the reaction of Impulse to these um, adverse criticisms have anything to do with those records that we talked about? Uh, the ballads and the... The ballads and the... Well, I don't know. Uh, I think Impulse was interested in having a, uh, what they might call uh, a balanced sort of thing, uh, a diverse sort of a, a catalog, you know. And uh, I'd find nothing wrong with this myself. You see, I, li I like, in fact, most of the songs I even write now uh, have been written. The ones which I really consider songs are ballads. <laughs> So there's a there's something there that I mean I really love love these things. Oh, they're beautiful. And um, I there's felt no question about and that. these bows that came out were definitely ones which I felt at this time, and I, I chose them. And uh, it seemed to be something that was laying around in my mind from my you know youth or somewhere that I just had to do. And they came at, at this time when uh, the confidence in what I was doing on the hunt. It flagged, it, it seemed to be this time to clean that up. And the Johnny Hartman, the man that I, I had stuck up in my mind somewhere, I just felt something about him, you know, I don't know what it was. And uh, I liked his sound. I felt there was something there I had here, you know. So I looked him up and did that other one, see. And, uh, although I, I, really, I don't regret doing those things at all. You shouldn't. No, I don't. Because that, that are pretty... Johnny Harmon went with, in my opinion, went with the quartet perfectly. Those yeah, are, those know. are the only six songs I know the words to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Don't worry about your. Pedro Show, happy Monday, happy 64B day for what? I hobble by the waterfront. I started off the show, John Coltrane talking to Frank Kofsky about recording ballads for Impulse, November 1966. And Lord Tang with Don't Worry About Your Void. And for, uh, I think seven, no, five months ago, it was in July, making a repeat appearance. Dominic, welcome back aboard, Dom. Hey, what? happy birthday, man. Oh, you're most kind. And what have you been doing in these five months since we last wrapped? Uh, trying to keep my brain and my heart together, <laughs> keep it afloat, That's keep a good it positive. Mission. That's a good mission. Um, I've been, uh, yeah, I've off this EP that I just put out with Lord Tang, uh, yeah. that just came out maybe a week ago. 
Um, so I've been putting a lot of time in on that. Um, I'm working on a project with my buddy, Jared Blum. We have a, a thing called Volcano 68. We've been doing it for a bunch of years. Uh, we're putting the finishing touches on a, a little album that we're almost done with. And uh, we are resuscitating the label we've had for a bunch of years called Hagante Sound that uh, kind of ran a little dormant because it's basically just for me and him. And then we started working with other labels. And now we're kind of wanting to put some more stuff out and not really wanting for that long cycle. So when it's just us, we can kind of, you know, go as fast as we want. So Is there a URL that people can find this label on the Internet? Yeah, it's HigantesSound.com. Higante is like the Spanish, but I forget that not everyone in the in the country in the world is familiar with Spanish. So it's G-I-G-A-N-T-E, like Higante, gigantic, Higante Sound, big sound. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, now, this Don't Worry About Your Void, is that from the new Lord Tang EP? It is, yeah. Okay. And, and so all these things were done in the last last time we wrapped. Yeah, apart from the Lord Tang stuff I sent you, that's all new. Um, the group stuff and some of the other solo projects, that's all kind of older stuff. But all the Lord Tang stuff is off the, the new EP. Yeah. Now, here's some stuff I didn't know about. Quifus? Yeah, Quelfus. Oh, Quelfus? <laughs> well, Okay. I just made that shit up. That's a problem. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, no yeah. I didn't know how to spell it. Spell it. And, uh, Quelfus, that makes sense. That makes sense. There's no fucking yeah. I there. I, I saw the I. That, it was an L. Okay. Because uh, you sent me a couple tunes, right? This mustache and the girls. That girl's all right. What, 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 what's behind this? Um, okay. So the mustache was a track. For, we actually just passed uh, Vicente Fernandez. Um, and he. That's right. Yeah, and, and so it, a lot of mothers cried. <laughs> I believe know how it. that guy was heavy with the, uh, you know, the ladies from uh, Mexico and stuff. He he, he was the, the king of the ballads and stuff. He really was. And this um, particular tune, I didn't really know much about him. And I was in a taqueria in Fruitvale, and this song came on. And I was just, I really flipped out. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And this was kind of pre-internet, so I couldn't. There was just no way. So I just started going to um, like they have these little CD stores in Fruitvale, just asking people like, you know, trying to find out what this track is. And finally, I was able to track it down. And so I made basically a piece. Just all the elements are from this one particular track. And it's it's just the original is so beautiful. It was just it was just really inspiring to use. So that's what I did with that one. And um, the other. So, again, like I was saying, well, our label, Agate Sound, and my buddy Jared, Jared Blum, and uh, we put together this thing a bunch of years ago called Motown Meltdown. And Motown Meltdown was, I think it was Jared on eBay found these um, karaoke compact discs that Motown put out. And they're from the original Motown recordings, and they're split so that all the vocals are on the left. And all the music's on the right. So if you're at home, you know, it's kind of a cheap way to do karaoke. You just crank your balance to the right. You got no more vocal. You can sing on top of the, the music. But we took that and, you know, by splitting up the stereo file, we had like the vocal from the original vocal, the original music. And uh, and then we found some multi-tracks of like Ain't No Mountain High Enough. That was available online, kind of a pirated thing. 
So we took all these elements, and again, it's it kind of goes back to like music con where you're just taking one source and then transforming that source into something else. So what we did was take out of these maybe 11 CDs, we took all these different pieces, different vocals, different instrumentals, cut them all up, really freaked them out, and just went totally crazy with it. And it's completely unreleasable because we probably get sued. But you can find it on uh, WFMU has a free music archive called the uh, called the Free Music Archive, and uh, I think it's fma fma.com, But you can look that up. And uh, we did two volumes, and they're both up there. And uh, it was a lot of fun. It pissed off some people because, but I mean, it was really done out of love. Like we're not mocking Motown at all. We just had fun. <laughs> just went like as far as we could sonically with it, and. Uh, yeah, that's what we did. <laughs> yeah, there's some uh, James Jamerson isolated things up on YouTube.com. Like, there are, yeah. There's all kinds stuff. of yeah, yeah, interesting shit and um, stuff from Guitar Band, which was like an old, uh, I think it was on PlayStation for some reason, that I think they used to make those that video game. They have multi-tracks, and then I assume someone that worked multi-tracks online, so... There's some crazy stuff out there, like okay. Beatles, four-track, original. Yeah, let's or... listen to this Quelphus, though, this mustache. que tienden redes que tienden es los son como encaje Redes 
For Pedro Show. That chunk of music started with the mustache from Quelphus, the model home from their new album, Body Power. Bogdan Rosinski, Skin, Niagara. I remember touring with those Sonia de Marina. Marina, they, yeah, you know, they're reading it in their language. So it's, yeah, Niagara from Tomek. <laughs> <laughs> Niagara, of course. Number one. It's like, I think, 10 songs. Chapters. Rubber uh, Grandma from Thurston Moore, John Maloney, Kato Hideki with Fatigue, In Circles, Four Beers Deep, Bombas Brendan, Nethma, Briefa, Fallen, uh, Fallen Away from Me, Brand New, Cremation Lily, Rapoon, Brand New, Dusk Red Walls, BB Jr. and SLW with Never Pass, and Quelphus with That Girl's All Right. Yeah. So, 
you know, some people get angry, right? Because you've, uh, I guess you repurposed. I, I mean, I fully get, you know, especially when it comes to Motown, that's holy ground for some people. Yeah, but it was really, you know, done out of love. Like the tone on that stuff, those recordings are just amazing. You know what I mean? They're right. just phenomenal. So you ever been to the little yeah. house, Hitsville? I have not. I would love to go out there someday. Yeah, they called it uh, the, the snake pit because cables were everywhere, right? They didn't use headphones. They had some kind of monitor thing. Yeah, <laughs> and I think they have the drum kit, like, nailed to the floor. Yeah, yeah, right. And, um, yeah, you know, and I, I think it's, uh, it's interesting. You know, now you can get with, like, digital samples, like, literally tens of thousands of snare sounds, you know, and... Right. They just rocked that one kit for so many amazing, beautiful tunes that yeah. what do you need 10,000 snares for? You know, I think it cost 10,000 bucks, right? You, they'd hire the label would hire the guy who'd pick a snare drum for each tune. I mean, what a joke, yeah. what a racket. Yeah. Look, we're at the yeah. end of the first hour, December 20, 2021. Special guest, Dom Cramp, tight hour two. December 20. <laughs> 2021, it's the second hour of the Watt for Pedro show. is the meal where... Well... Would you like to have a breakfast?
Well, for Pedro Show, we start off the second hour with Let's Have a Breakfast, Lord Tang, then Manu Dubango, his hibiscus, flower, right? Bootstrappers, Elliot Sharp, the second version, me and George, part of the first one, Melvin Gibbs was with this one. Astro Sights, Equations Collected with Cut 2.2, Part 2, and then Octavia, Lord Tang. So, what makes this Lord Tang? Well, obviously the situation, right? It was recorded under duress. Yeah. So, but other insights in the, I mean, when, when you're recording, you ain't got the lights going on your face and stuff, or do you? No, that that's all kind of separate for the show. Yeah. Um, when I record, it's, <laughs> I wish I was that crazy, but I'm not. I'm just, <laughs> you know, making music. It's all in my mind. But the um, the idea, though, for the suit and the color, and all that, I mean, the whole performance of it, yeah. to me, um, was a way to, because I know I'm bringing sort of a unclassifiable, uncategorizable sound, and but it's not completely abstract. It's somewhere in the middle. So by having the character and the color, it was a way to sort of bridge that gap to, like, welcome people into the sound. They've got, like me to look at and then it's you know a bit of a not a shell game but a seduction maybe and also like i do a lot of dancing around i do a lot of talking i just talk whatever's on my head so kind of making myself the biggest fool in the room to just kind of bring the room down to a comfortable level and then just you know let stuff happen (laughs) right i should tell the listeners white suit right because he is an actual screen that's it. That's the idea was to make myself a screen for the color to play out on. Oh, actually, and your face too, right? You got some white stuff. My, yeah, the, my whole body. I mean, originally not, but it's funny for some reason. When I do these gigs, people feel free to speak their mind and tell me what they don't like or what I should do, and uh, and it's great. So I I've just somebody said, hey, on my first tour when I was in Europe. After the second gig, this guy was like, hey, I really like that. But have you thought about doing your face white? And then you could be, I was like, no, but that's great. And then uh, so we tried that. And then I put white gloves on and just gradually made it, you know, much more of a canvas. Yeah, I was reading this thing. I remember when I was younger, more younger. Uh, yeah. With the band, uh, what were they, Genesis? They got mad at the singer sure. man for wearing visuals, right? You're taking away from the music. Yeah, I believe it. I mean, but it's, which I can see in that context, and uh, it's a fine line, you know. But I, um, I've i always kind of done solo stuff in character, partly because I'm deathly afraid to just stand there and be myself. But it weirdly brings out, like, Lord Tang brings me more really realistically out than I might do if I was just there by myself because it kind of eliminates ego sure, sure. and it, you know what I mean? And then when I get in, as I'm putting on the face paint, it's like a very meditative, like I get into a zone, you know, and it really helps to just propel the performance. And I remember uh, Frank Morgan in wizard of Oz, pay no attention sure. to that man behind the curtain. Yeah. He was, he was the man behind the curtain. Exactly. <laughs> okay. I think this might be some kind of tangent, right? Borf- Let's do it. Borful tang. Okay, so let me play this when you can tell. <laughs> 
alert. It was partly cloudy. Temperature 60. 2.53. Relative humidity 77%. Wind. Wind north.
Ruth. Ruth. Can you hear me, Ruth? Ruth. Ruth. Can you try to speak to me? Chuck of music, people. Started with Borful Tang doing Sanctuary. Then the If Moana, Al Margolis, Chester, New York, with the Mensa 2. Mensa, like the genius people or some shit? Maybe. I don't know. Ration Naborg. And then Ruth with Borful Tang. Now, I think Borful is coming from the same universe that Quolfus. <laughs> came from. Am I correct? Uh, uh, lost them there. Thank you, fucking lame-ass provider. Provider. Provider, yeah. right? <laughs> okay. So I, I'm guessing that Borful comes from the same universe that Qualfus comes from. Not really. Um, it, there's actually a really, it's a 
I developed a whole backstory for Borful Tang. Uh, it's kind of elaborate, so maybe I'll keep it sort of short. <laughs> but basically, he's a, a sonic, he's a hill herder from another dimension. And what he does is like, uh, sort of like in the Scottish Highlands, when he plays, the hills lift up and move across the plain, sort of like they're, you know, pollinating. So a hill will lift up, move to a space, sit down again, another hill will move. So he's like herding hills across the plains. That's kind of his deal, but with sound. And uh, But then he gets, there's this sort of like religious, say quasi-Catholic uh, controlling political force that have these birds that they use to like enslave people. And they grab him and they take him to earth and dump him there. So he's, Borful Tang is basically stranded on earth and he's trying to communicate by picking out all these different musics and we're back again. Now, what I was saying to connect between Borful <laughs> and Quolfus yep. was like the words, they're from your your uh, creation? Yes. Okay. But is there a connect between Lord Tang and Borful Tang? No. And that's the weird thing is like, I, I literally, like I kind of done with Borful Tang and I come up with this new project idea which was based in dub i wanted to have more color more music and i was trying to think of a name that was kind of an homage to dub you know where you've got king tubby prince jammy oh yeah, yeah. Prince far so we, we that's... just lost a great reggae uh bass man uh robbie shakespeare oh for, yeah absolutely what legendary yeah great cat. um yeah, so for some, and then I was like, oh, Lord Tang, that's great. And then a day later, I was like, oh, my Borful Tang, Lord Tang. Oh, well, whatever. Let's just use Lord So I, I didn't think about it at the time, but, yeah, it's confusing. I don't know, but there's the... Nope. Really frustrating job. These motherfuckers are making it tough. Yeah, I know, man. You know what? It's your birthday. I got all the time in the world, okay, okay, so okay. I'm all good, man. So, all good. So... When I'm thinking, I gotta tell you, when I think of both names, I think of a file without a fucking handle. A file without a handle? Yeah, they call that part the tang. Oh, really? I didn't know that. <laughs> In fact, Sometimes you, I've... you use them without a handle, it's a little dangerous. Yeah, that's, I kind of feel like a file without a handle sometimes, man. I'll tell so, you. So, uh, the recording. Now, you yeah. said you wanted the Lord Tang to be more music? Yeah, more color. More color. Yeah. The music has more color, a more dimension, more perspective. I think so, more depth. I mean, the thing that I really love the most in the world is people that ride the line, you know, like, uh, I mean, a lot of that for me was jazz, you know, like Monk, Eric Dolphy, Charles Mingus, just that kind of inside outside stuff. And, you know, for me is like out to lunch, for example, I don't know what the fuck that is, but it makes me like explode, like my brain, my heart, everything. And I, I can't, you know, that's dimensions beyond what I feel like I'm capable of, but that's kind of what I inspires and what I'm striving for, you know, is to ride that line. Cause it's, it's just such an interesting place to be. Like a sailboat that's tacking real hard or, or, or on a skateboard or something. Right, you don't ride a skateboard just standing on it. Right, exactly. You got to move with it. Right, sometimes right. you're downhill. Sometimes you carve. Sometimes you're in a boat. You end up in the water. You get up. You keep going. I don't... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I know. Uh, 
kayak, right? Although but I, I, I think, never went over lets, in a kayak. I, I went over in an outrigger, though. Oh, shit. I mean, I think it, it lets you forge your own ground. You know what I mean? Like, for, and it, it, uh, yeah, it just, that, that combination speaks to me a bit. And I, with the Lord Tag stuff, I think it drifted a bit. And now I'm trying to pull it back again. And it's, because uh, the Borful stuff for me ended, I, I actually have another record. I haven't, it's from 2015 that's done and mastered. I've had it sitting for like three years. I'm going to put it out this year, but it's just been sitting there because I don't know what to do with it. But it kind of drifted ah, like a little too far on the dark side. And I'm almost, I try like with the Lord tag, just try to bring the light side up a little bit more and just, you know, dance between the two. Sure, sure. Makes good sense. December yeah. 20, 21, 20, 21 edition of Beatles for special guest. Dom Cramp, hold tight for hour three. December 20, 2021, it's the third hour of the watch for Pedro.
Talk about from Pedro show started off at uh, third hour evangelista with hatching and then Stephen Comfort with the finite number of rooms and again evangelista with I lie there in front of me covered in ice people evangelista is a vehicle for Carl Boslich I've done several uh, uh she's from Pedro and uh, Dom bring it yeah we actually we did a gig with you guys at the uh Cactus Club, I think. San With, Jose? Um, yeah. Okay. But anyway, whatever. But yeah, yeah I, I think saying, so. I, I remember there used to be gigs in San Jose. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and no, not Cactus Club. What am I saying? No, it was down in L.A. Um, what the hell was that club called? Actually, there's a, I remember San Jose. Cheetah. There was downtown a, a San Pedro Street. Uh, there was a club there. I pl- we played with Tripod Jimmy. In the eighties, but you're talking about here, cactus yeah. here. Hmm. Yeah, it don't matter. But I, I, what I was saying about Carla was, um, I you know, profound, profound, profound experience for me that uh, literally changed every like changed my life, changed the way I think about music, changed the way I think about performance. Um, we did a lot of touring, probably played over two hundred shows. I don't even know, and every single show. She is 190%, like every show. Oh, yeah. Doesn't matter how hurt she is, how sick she is. Right. Every fucking time. And, you know, that approach to the stage is like sacred space. And to really be, like, deep in it, uh, I just, she is just one of a kind. She is like a a just soul-moving voodoo queen. I don't know what, how she pulls from what she pulls from, but... You go into her world, and it's like a whole sonic experience. It's it's just she's amazing. She really is. Did you ever see Ethel Meatplow? I know. I wish I did. I've heard stories. <laughs> dude, they got run out like of camping, a war. Right? Yeah, dude. She is. She doesn't give a fuck, That's and it's right. she's such a powerful. Oh, I love her to death. Actually, I really do. she was involved with a music project before that called Invisible Chains and New Alliance, me, me and D. Boone, Martin Tamburovich's label, oh. put that out. Oh, I didn't Invisible know that. Chains. She, I think 16, 17 years old. She goes way back. Oh. She blessed with a great voice. Yes, she and I does. remember her, her asking me when I did that wrestling record, I got to sing the Sonic Youth song. <laughs> what was it? Uh, Fuck, I can't remember what it what's uh fuck. I don't know, but she said, I gotta sing it. I gotta I said, sure, man. If you wanna yeah. it's yours. No, she she pulls from the depths. Like she pulls so far down in her soul, it's I mean, everything, you know, and then she's done and then people freak out. She's gotta talk to people for an hour and we just right, go hit the right. bar. Like she's just she's so dedicated. 
man, she's just, I love her. I love she, her so much. Yeah, she, uh, yeah, it's off sister or anything, but it, she was just, I said, don't worry. Yeah, you can do it. You can do it. <laughs> and then, uh, but she's helped me with a lot of other stuff too. She was, uh, she, oh, the, 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 the drove up from Pedro. So I got to sing that one. Okay. <laughs> and now she hasn't been to Pedro in a long time. Uh, I think up in Eagle Rock or somewhere. She lives. Yeah, she's, she's hanging out up incredible, there. Incredible uh, music force. And then she had the thing with uh, that Nels Klein later joined called Geraldine Fevers. Yeah. Yeah, very Another. interesting stuff. And Evangelisa, for what was her name? The lady from San Diego. She was on the bass. Ta- Tara Barnes. That's it. Tara. Yeah. Yeah, the two of them together would, I mean, you could win wars with those two. Like, <laughs> absolute. Just get the fuck out of the way, man. Yeah, absolute. <laughs> so yeah. Many, a, many a jackass sound engineer has been put in his place, I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. Now, now you gave me this music here. It sounded like it was a, maybe a jam. Uh, which one? Uh, you and Phil Greenleaf and Mike. Oh, Barney yeah, that was it. Gino that was all. Gino Rogers yeah, that... is going to be on the show in a few days. Oh, he's a sweetheart, man. I love that guy. Okay. And so, phenomenal. But yeah, that was um it was an all improvised session uh that we did at the Temescal Temescal Art Center in Oakland and just brought a bunch of mics and just kind of threw it down and, and that's what we got. Okay, let's listen.
Watford Pedro Show. Last music for this edition. Nothing by definition does not exist. Good point. Very logical. That is Spockian. Okay. Like that clown just got caught in a double negative, right? He don't even fucking know. Dominic Cramp, Philip Greenleaf, Mike Corey, and Gino Robert is going to be on the show soon. Then we had Klein Quartet, Scotty Irvin, Live at the Bottle Tree, Birmingham, Alabama. Our original home of Sonny Blount, Sarah, May 8, 2012. And finally, Talking Book, They Came at Dawn. Talking Book. Enlighten us, please, Don. Sure, that's the last record we put out. Uh, the Talking Book is Bill Gould from Faith No More. Uh, my buddy Jared Blum, who I've mentioned already that I do the label and Volcano 68 with, and myself. Um, it started off as just Bill and Jared, uh, basically because Bill, they became buddies over time, and Bill started getting interested in the music that Jared was doing, which is kind of in the same world that I am. And he just kind of got interested in, like, you know, working with samples and music concrete and morphing stuff and playing with atmosphere and stuff. So they put out a record, uh, just the two of them, where they kind of got into that. And then they had a gig at uh, Great American Music Hall, and they needed a third. And so Jared just hit me up, and I started playing with them, and we all had a really good time. So then we just started working on some music together some new stuff. We went down to Brazil and uh, Chile and Argentina, and that was another mind-blowing. Yeah, I've been kind of fortunate um, with some beautiful people I've come across. Um, some adventures. Yeah, man. I I just feel a bit blessed in that regard. Um, but we had a grand time, and uh, so this new record – which I, that's the track I gave you is a bit more, again, bringing more music in, bringing more of like all three of our strengths in terms of Jared's an amazing uh, composer, arranger. I added more of the kind of bass and the dirt. And then Bill brought in a lot of musicality, um, some comp- compositions he worked on and we sort of threw it all together and uh, yeah, ended up as what it is. Yeah. Now, Next on your plate. Next on my plate is uh, I'm working on slowly working on stuff under my own name and trying to figure out what that would be, um, which is more, I think, just raw sound, less pretense and theatrics and all that stuff. And just try and get to some more direct experience or something. Uh, there's a new Lord Tang. I'm trying to work out a new Lord Tang show. Just, you know, after what we've been through over the last couple of years, what I've been through in my own life, I'm just a different Lord Tang these days. So I got, I need to come up with some, I have some new, like, half-finished tracks, but stuff that has more beats to it, more energy. And um, so I'm working on putting that together. And uh, actually going to try to head down to L.A. and see what's going on down there, try and get some shows together, um, hopefully in the beginning of the year or springtime. Um, and that, oh, I'm sorry. And, uh, Higante sound. So we're, we're kind of re bringing that back up. Uh, we have a new, like I was saying, this Volcano 68 record that we're working on. It's going to be out probably February, March. Um, there is, 
this Borful Tang record that I'm going to put out through Hagate. And then Jared has some solo stuff, Beaks Plinth. And then we also have another record that's based on uh, this old British TV show called Sapphire and Steel, where we're using just the audio from that show to create new compositions. And, you know, for us, when we do that, it's really, I think what attracts us to these things is mostly like tone and energy, you know, like there's a particular, I don't know, analog depth, tone, eeriness. That's just really fun to work with. Yeah. And actually, you know what it is too, is the sound. It's the compression, like the, those old BBC shows yeah. from the seventies, there's like a, this paranoia and it's just all close mic'd and like very, it's got this crazy energy. So it's just a lot of fun to like explode that stuff up and push it in different directions. Yeah. yeah. Well, when you bring it, bring it to me so I can play on the show and you can come on and talk about it. I would love to, man. I would okay. so love to do that. Absolute, absolute. It's been a big honor to have you on. I can't wait for you to be back. Dude, the honor is mine, and happy birthday, dude. <laughs> Thank you so much, Dom. People, yeah. December 2020, 21, Dish and Wap Pedro shall keep your powder dry. <laughs>